Hello and good afternoon, everyone. You happen to be um, in the Innovation Learning Theater, which we're really excited about. So welcome. Welcome to that. Um, today we are going to hear from these great speakers about how to achieve ESA, ESG goals through art. So that's near and dear to my heart, so that's very exciting. I'm Wendy, <clears throat> I'm Wendy Funkhauser. I am the Vice President of Client Services for ISS. ISS is a leading workplace experience and facility management company. We partner with clients everywhere to drive and magnetize the workplace through um, experiences and well-being. We do this by having a very light footprint on the environment. And of course, we protect and maintain properties from around the globe. So we are pleased, pleased to sponsor today's session. Uh, today we'll be hearing from Liz Powers. Uh, she's the co-founder and chief executive officer at Art Lifting. We're going to hear from Marcella Barrier. She is a real estate project executive with Google. And of course, maybe best for last, should we say? Best for last, Brian Parker, Director of National Real Estate and Workplace Strategy, Performance and Optimization <laughs> with PwC. So now I'm going to hand it over to Liz. Welcome. Thank you so much. Marcella and I do not agree with that comment. <laughs> um, we're, <laughs> we're thrilled to be here. I'm going to give you a quick five-minute overview, and then we'll jump into panel with Brian and Marcella. Uh, so when we hear ESG, we know there's a lot of metrics for E, but almost no metrics for S. So we have been thinking about with our 400 corporate clients, how do we create more metrics in the S world? I started art lifting nine years ago. The reason I started it is I used to be a social worker, helping individuals who are homeless or who have disabilities get jobs and access to housing. Something that I heard repeatedly was, Liz, I want an opportunity, not a handout which was amazing to hear, but many clients, we literally applied to 100 jobs, and it was, they were kind of lucky when they got a rejection, because at least it was a response. So I thought, we need to redefine what a job can be in order to include more people in the economy. And it's been an exciting journey. Uh, started super tiny with 4,000 of our savings. Um, and now with our 400 corporate partners, artists have earned over $4 million. And we have expanded to 35 states across the country. This is one art lifting artwork created by Mia Brown. The CEO of LinkedIn has even purchased her work. It's been turned into wall coverings and want to dive in a bit to Mia's story. So Mia's an entrepreneur. She has cerebral palsy and isn't able to create art with her hands, but uses what she calls her magic wand to create her work. When you look at this, it looks like a beautiful room, but then when you zoom in, is there anything kind of unique about this piece that you notice? Exactly, tire tracks. So the artists behind this work, like Mia, 
has CP. Like Mia is not able to create art with his hands. But unlike Mia, doesn't have the neck control to use a magic wand. So Eric uses his wheelchair. He has the canvas on the ground, and then, depending on the day, has markers or paint uh, creating his pieces. Before switching over to the panel, just want to jump into a couple examples of how these amazing artists have partnered with corporations. So as I mentioned, we work with 400 partners. A couple examples are Bank of America first. So they announced publicly this year that they purchased $2 million in art-lifting artwork for 1,000 of their branches. The impact has been completely life-changing. Some artists have even earned six figures from that one partnership. This is for hot off the press. A couple weeks ago, Verizon's new Dallas office opened. And at the opening, artist Yvette was able to show off her mural. This is a really unique project with Google's accessibility office in California. They wanted individuals who are sight impaired to be able to experience artwork. So this, you're able to touch the piece. It has several layers of wood. This is another example of a Google office in LA that has a rental rotation program and different themes each quarter. Of course, what's unique about our partnerships is the stories behind the work. So every artwork is able to show that with D&I, diversity includes disability. We are not forgetting about that. And companies are able to make their values visible and measure the S in ESG. So I want to bring up the amazing Brian and Marcella of PwC and Google, and we can get to the panel. Uh, I'll start with you, Brian. And the same question for both of you of why is art part of your strategy when you're creating offices? First of all, it's been part of our strategy for a long time, not just using art lifting, which I think we started using you guys within a year or two after you, you were founded. So to watch their growth has been amazing. Um, but really, what we do as a strategy for art is it gets our people invested in a new build-out. Um, we get the input from our local uh, office and from a committee of people who really want to see uh, their lo local culture represented in the artwork. And introducing art lifting into that factor opens up to a totally new um, perspective for people. They're able to take a look at um, the artist and resonate uh, at a new level. Um, use a quick example, Las Vegas office was opened uh, during COVID. Uh, they uh, selected art lifting uh, pieces that were mostly done by veterans. And that was close to their heart in, in Las Vegas. So it just, it's, just, it's just a way to engage our folks and get excited about coming into the office and how the office is being built. But it also reflects what they want people to see when they come into the office, both client and employees. So why is art part of our strategy? Our spaces are unique. 
And one of the ways that we maintain that uniqueness is by including physical art, not just vinyl graphics. And we engage our employees. However, unlike PwC, our process is a little more, um, a little less democratic in the very beginning. We work with a mission-based art advisor. Actually, we started with art lifting, and that was more than five years ago. I think art lifting got its start with Google in the Cambridge office, which is where I'm based. And seeing that program, I went, yes, and yes to art lifting, and how can we engage even more people in the community? And the art that we have been putting into our spaces is creative. It engages our employees. They expect it. They come in and you know, they see this art and whether they like it or they hate it, they feel some way about it and they talk to each other about it. And art, we, I mean, we know art creates engagement and sparks creativity and they now expect it. We, we do engage with them. For sure, we have a mural going into a building that I'm delivering later this year, and we went to the Googlers with the artist and asked them, like, what does diversity mean to you? And we got so many amazing responses that we've incorporated those responses into the mural itself. So now when Googlers come in, they see themselves in the artwork, and that's also why we incorporate it, because you can create an inclusive, workplace, a place of belonging, just like if you watch a television show or a movie, you want to see yourselves represented in that medium, and we do the same with art. So it is a way of creating belonging by putting representations on the walls of all the diverse people that we have in our offices. Thank you. I can't wait to see the mural when it's completed. Um, just to give a little sense on measuring the S in ESG, uh, PwC has art lifting work in five offices and have, has impacted the life, lives of 16 artists. And Google has art lifting work in 20 offices and has impacted over 100 artists. So on that note, I uh, would love to dive in a bit more on, about what you were saying, Marcella, about, yes, of course, art engages employees, but why do you choose to support artists uh, from underrepresented communities in particular? Such a gentleman. If, if anyone knows anything about the art world, it is profoundly opaque. You know, most of us are in real estate, and we know that real estate can be very relationship and network driven. The art world is an order of magnitude more network driven and more who do you know and how much money do you have. And that doesn't mean that the artists who aren't part of that network aren't profoundly talented. And so, as a way to engage with the communities where we have our offices and to impact the communities because there's more than one way to create jobs than just hiring somebody into the company. We focus on local, underrepresented, LGBTQIA plus social activist artists that weren't born into these proper networks, leveraging Google's platform to give them a voice out into the community and to build their brand and we've had, um, we've had feedback from some artists who, in the Boston area alone, said that they've been part of that art world for 10 years, 15 years, and were questioning, did they belong 
in that art world because they didn't feel welcomed. They weren't sure if anybody would ever value their art. And we've started putting their art and artists from art lifting their art on our walls. And the impact has been incredible from artists saying that their corporate commissions have more than gone up 100% year over year because of one piece in our project. Artists deciding to stay in the Boston community because they now feel like they're valued and that they have a place where they belong. And it is a, it's a generational ripple that we can make by impacting the culture makers in our communities. Um, real quick, we actually have more than five offices with Artlifting. <laughs> we, I think we probably have over a dozen now. Um, but uh, back to sort of the impact of in that social uh, part, the, the S in ESG on art. At PwC, we have a uh, we have a goal by uh, fiscal year twenty six that forty percent of our re reportable spend will go to underrepresented um, populations, and so. You don't know this, but I had last week just made my proposal, and they're all like, yes. So going forward, I said we're going to adopt that within our real estate strategy for our art, that 40% of our spend will go to underrepresented artists and strategy via art lifting. Um, but really, the, the, the impact that you are just mentioning, that people see when they come in and they relate to it, the stories that are there, and the fact that we have the ability, and all of you do too, in whatever role you have in your office, you have some influence into making that S change and in your space. So look for those opportunities for that that you have to influence it. I happen to be in a great position, love my job, that I have the influence that I can pick out art. <laughs> and so I can influence the S and, and the ESG at PwC by the selection of art and the artists that we use going through places like Art Lifting. It, it really is about thinking about the personal uh, aspect that we have as individuals and the impact that we can make. Um, you know, a lot of people think ESG is just high corporate uh, strategy. Um, you know, some of us probably had enough influence that you probably spent more on dinner last night than, um, <laughs> than some, some people are spending on art. So just think about the influence that you have and making that change with, within your own organization. Thank you both. And to build on that, so measuring the S and ESG, so of course there's the financial impact on artists, the confidence boost. But also, the S can be measured in education of employees, uh, changing stereotypes and stigmas around what it means to have a disability, and focusing on what people's talents are rather than the fact they happen to use a wheelchair. Um, so we'd love to dive in a bit more about what the impact has been. Um, you've both shared in side conversations how like seeing the artist plaques and the overall plaques has impacted your employees or prospective employees. I'd love to dive in. Yeah, absolutely. I, I shared the story with them before that um, during the pandemic, I was doing the Las Vegas office, right? And we were going through the art presentation, all art lifting. It was all done remote during the pandemic. And when I got done presenting, <clears throat> the partners that were on that call were completely silent. And I thought, wow, did I blow this. They're, they just were not responding to anything that I said. And moments later, they, they said, 
they were that moved by what they saw. And it was taking them a second to sort of like, wow, we, we have this impact. Um, but, you know, I, I, I witness it all the time when I'm in our Tampa office. We have some art lifting down in sort of a uh, uh, main corridor around uh, training rooms and things like that. And I see people pull people over to it all the time when they're in there saying, have you seen this yet? And to read the story. And it starts people engaging in conversations, not just about the artist, but that topic, that, that, that relationship of being represented um, and talking about disability or talking about uh, mental health. And it's just this great uh, conversation starter for our employees and our clients when they come into the space. What was the question again? <laughs> right, gosh. So during the pandemic, one of the ways that we were able to keep our employees engaged, um, and this was across Google, there were different offices doing the same thing, just in different ways. We. Um, we asked some of the artists whose pieces were in our spaces if they would be interested in doing digital art classes. They said yes, absolutely. And we would get simple proposals, like if you just needed watercolors or if you needed pens or markers at home, if people didn't have it, we would send them the simple materials and we would come together virtually and have these art workshops. And I, I don't think I've seen adults quite so excited to like show their artwork on the screen and it felt like that put it on the refrigerator moment and so it's carried forward now that we're back having in-person and virtual art classes but it was just a way to maintain that thread now once in the office it is a conversation starter because some of the art that's in there um, features people of color or scenes that are, you know, about what's happening now in the world. And they can be interesting conversations. They can be conversation starters, conversations between people who would never have that conversation. But that piece of art is a bridge to having these difficult conversations in person. And I, I, can't, I can't think of a better way to engage underrepresented artists people in our offices and give that sense of like, I feel seen when I go into the office. Um, time flies when you're having fun. Uh, we're already at time, but just wanna thank you both for being intentional and choosing to have that domino effect of impacts on our artists and your teams. Um, I have three colleagues here, if you don't mind raising your hands. Um, so we're happy to take questions, but also we're scattered around. Um, and thanks for having us. Am I finishing off? Great. Thanks.